world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. I'm not gonna smile and act like everything's okay, because... It's been a crazy morning for me. Try, I got over here's the camera. I'm using my wife's phone. It's been a crazy morning trying to get on the internet here at what is this place, Michelle? The Baymont. My cell phone. Let me let me let me moan and groan here a minute, okay? I got two cameras around here. Uh, my cell phone cord won't work. So last night, as I was crawling in bed about a quarter of one, uh, I realized my cell phone won't charge. So I thought, well, that's all right. I'll just do the show on the computer. Only I get on the computer and find out, first of all, I can't get on. Then I got on. And then it's going at about uh, minus 80 mile per hour. So I have, uh, I have 1910 internet here in the hotel. And then my, I can't use my phone. I can't use this. I, I, and, good morning. Good morning. So it's, been, it's certainly been one of those mornings. I'm going to confess to you right up front. Don't have a whole lot of show prep, although I got... Uh, we're going to have a good show anyway. I thank my wife for letting me use her, her phone. I'm trying to figure out which, which screen to, to look at look out here. Uh, communion. So that's communion morning. So we're going to have Myra's going to pray us in. We're going to have communion morning. And then I got a, I got a story to tell that you're not going to miss, want to miss. And then we're going to open it up. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Say, Coach, you're coming through loud and clear here today. All right. Because I'm telling you, man, it's, it's crazy, here, crazy here on my end. Something loud and clear. Okay, baby. Thank you. So, Myra, let's get you going here. Myra, get ready. Joe, get ready with the communion, and we'll move right from one to the other. Go ahead, dear. Yes, Coach. Thank you so much. Good morning, Huddle. Morning. Uh, it is written, Isaiah 56, 6 through 12. Also, the sons of the stranger that joined themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants. Everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from pulling it and taking hold on the covenant. Even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be Accepted upon mine altar, for mine house shall be called an house of prayer for all people. The Lord God, which geareth the outcasts of Israel, said, Yet will I gather others to join beside those that are gathered unto him. All ye beasts of the field, come to devour ye. All ye beasts in the forest, his watchmen are blind. They are all ignorant. They are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yeah, they agree, dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. Amen. They all look to their own way. Every one for his gain, for his quarter. Come, ye say, they I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with a strong drink. And tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. Jesus, you're welcome to coach Dave Heidel, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hey, hey Jonathan, I'm just kind of trying to mess here real quick. Uh, go, go, to, go to Google. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Go to Webster's Dictionary. By the way, Webster's Dictionary just changed their definition of woman. 
I, I was going to show that today, but haven't been able to. Pull up uh, slumber, slumber, Jonathan, slumber. Because that struck me when 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 uh, Myra was reading it. It says, loving to slumber, loving to slumber. Our, Israel's watchmen are blind. They're all dumb dogs. Loving to slumber. And slumber says to sleep lightly, to doze. Hmm. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Good to know that the Lord's not slumbering this morning. Slumbering is to sleep, to be in a state of negligence. Look at that, friends. Oh, I love the English language. I love the English language. To be in a state of negligence, sloth, supineness, or inactivity. Wow. Hey, Jonathan, see how quick you are here. What is uh what is sloth? What is sloth? Loving to be in sloth. That's L-O-T-H. Sloth. Can you make it a little better for me, bud? <clears throat> um, there it is. I got it on the big screen. Slowness. Tardiness. Disclination to action or late. Don't you love the English language? Isn't this unbelievable? Slo loving to be a sloth. Loving to have a disclination to action or labor, a sluggishness, a laziness, an idleness. Oh, my goodness. An animal sulk. Okay. Loving to slumber. Boy, my, Myra, did that, that popped out at me. Israel's watchmen are sloths. That would be better, wouldn't it? That would be better. It's, I'm looking at the wrong end. Can I, can I reverse this? My wife's phone. Oh, there we go. Now, now I can look at you. Israel's watchmen are sloths. They're slow, tardy. A disclination to action or labor, a sluggishness, a laziness. Oh, it's all good. I got, I got something good to share with you. Notice I got my, I love my wife's shirt on. Thank Rob, Rob Pugh. And I got my, I wore this to Jimmy Buffett last night. I'm going to get into that here in a second. Uh, Joe, come out there in California, brother. Let's uh, let's take some communion here together. Michelle, are you got one? You going to join us in? Go ahead, Coach. Joe. Yes, sir. Privilege, sir. And hope you guys are enjoying yourselves once you get after the <laughs> challenge you've, you've got, you're getting through this morning. Um, Joe, what, Joe, what the heck are you doing wearing a USC jersey? Well, that's where I went to school. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. I was there. We had a uh, national championship one of my years there. You were there when a mass murderer OJ was there, huh? Well, no, he was before me, sir. Uh, okay. He, he was a darn good tailback. He was. Yeah, he, he was always good at running from the law. <laughs> I, I, I think that came later on when his life became more complicated. I think so. That's what that money will do to you, one of brother. Yeah, uh, okay, well... Um, I remind us where we're, as spiritual Christians, seated, that we're at the right hand of the Father, the, as a part of the body of our Lord. And far above all these challenges that we're facing here. And from that perspective, I remind us that we, that we pray and take communion here today. And then also remind us that when we take communion, it's a very serious thing, a holy thing that we do. We need to ask forgiveness of our sins and take it in the right manner, try to be as worthy as we can. And and I think it's First Corinthians uh, 11, 27 to 32. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. So let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks and eats and drinks judgment to himself if he does not judge the body rightly. For this reason, many of you are weak and sick and numbers sleep and a number sleep but if we judged ourselves rightly we should not be judged but when we are judged we are disciplined by the lord 
that we may not be condemned along with the world. Oh, if I could, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me there. Uh, it also says that uh, if, before you take a communion, if you have an off against your brother, you're just supposed to go and you're supposed to make it right. Now, the reality of it is, is <clears throat> as I sit here in a hotel, Cincinnati, Ohio, I, I don't know how to go make an off right with my brother. But I just ask all of you before you take this right right now, I just, excuse me, <clears throat> ask the Holy Spirit right now to reveal to you right now. Say, Lord, uh, show me somebody that I still have a bone I'm picking against. Show me who that is. And the Holy Spirit's going to bring that person up to you. I just ask him when the Holy Spirit does that, that just right now, just 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 forgive him again. Just right right now. Lord, uh, uh, Lord show me who I have an odd against. Help me, my brother, help me to forgive him more. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, I forgive him. Yes, Lord, I forgive him. Father, you forgive them. They know not what they do. Thank you. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, so um, now in this life, from what we've just heard and read and discussed, I close my eyes and I we ask, Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins and transgressions. Help us to look deep within ourselves, knowing where we have said, done, or thought what we should not have or did not do what we should have or have the sins forgotten. Please forgive us these. Bring us cleanse into your sight. Bless this bread and this drink representing your body and your blood that you shed for us, that we may not only have eternal life, but all that was lost in the garden that was restored to us, so that we may now be with you in your body at the right hand of the Father as a part of the church, far above our challenges here on the earth. Thank you so much. Amen. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Hey, we'll give it to you. Yeah. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for Amen. this wonderful fellowship that we have today. Amen. Amen. You, you know, Joe, I was, thinking of you I was thinking of you yesterday, Joe, because you've changed venues. It's now, what, uh, 4.15 where you are? So, you, <laughs> so it's going to change your, your patterns a little bit. So we, uh, we understand if you're not in here every morning, we appreciate you getting up this morning, coming in. And folks, as you always know, the, uh, the show is always archived. And I tell everybody it's not, as, it's not the same when you watch it on archive. It's the energy that when we're, when we're doing it together live. But... Uh, we hope you all guys, we hope you stay connected. You know, we're all, we're all going through a different different phases in life, different, uh, I mean, we got changes, man. It's going to be more and more and more. There's going to be more and more changes that are going to come. And uh, just pray that uh, pray that we're equipped for those. I see Myra's got her hand up already. Go ahead, Myra, and then I, I need about uh, 10 minutes to, to lay something out before you. Go ahead. Yes, Coach. I just want to praise the Lord Jesus for beautiful communion with Joe today for every one of us in the huddle for Michelle Dabomire. She is a rock. She is like the Lord Jesus. Um, she sustains coach and sustains all of us for Mel, beautiful Mel, and everyone. Um, Psalm 34, and I will read uh, 2 through 4. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul make 
it boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, Myra. Uh, you know, it's still up on the screen. I can't get away from it. I can't get away from it. Disclination to action or labor. Huh? Loving to slumber. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, we'll turn it into a, a open line Friday, a flea flicker Friday. But let me uh, let me uh, let me share something. I had, I had a profound I had a profound night last night. I'm trying to get the right light here, folks. I'm you know, I'm sorry if I'm uh, moving back and forth. I'm looking. I like to be able to look you in the eye and. I'm, the sun, the lights a little bit, a little bit off. As you know, most of, as most of you know, Michelle and I went to uh, Jimmy Buffett last night. Last time I'd been to a concert. When was the last time? I mean, last time we, I don't know. You know, they, they have those concerts right over the hill, sky high, uh, uh, at uh, Legend Valley all the time. We never, we don't go to concerts. I've never been to con. I haven't been to a concert since I went to Jimmy Buffett con concert in uh, Camden, New Jersey. I don't know, twenty years ago, a long time ago. Long time. I'm, I'm not into the rock scene. I'm not into the pop scene. I'm not not into any of that that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, um, Jimmy Buffett, changes in latitudes. Change. We had, uh, a lot, lot of really really good stuff. Jimmy, he did some really really nasty stuff too, right? And so you you, you begin to think about uh, do, do I do we become uh, pickle faced Christians and not enjoy life anymore? Is that what, is that what we're supposed to do? Do I want do I want to do I really want to go to a concert and listen to somebody sing "Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw," which is was one of Jimmy Buffett's uh, songs and "Changes in Latitudes" and "Changes in Attitudes" and "Margaritaville." It's it, always the the glorification of of uh, uh, drunkenness, I guess you would say. Now I really want to do that. I really want to, but you know, Christians so, we're so pickle faced sometimes. We don't even we don't even have any fun. And I wanted to, I wanted to treat my wife, and you know, I like Jimmy Buffett, and I'm, well, well I'm gonna. We, she never gets to do anything fun like that, so we got tickets. And we came down to the Jimmy Buffett concert, and uh, singing all the way down, and and uh, I have to tell you something. From the moment, I didn't tell Michelle this. From the moment we arrived, I didn't feel good. From the moment we pulled into that parking lot, I didn't feel good. Now, what I'm going to share with you is going to come across, as, as people will say, uh, boy, you're judgmental. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just trying to tell you in my own heart what I experienced last night, okay? And uh, I said to my wife, uh, I'm, not I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. Uh, as soon as I got there, I wanted to leave. She said, Why? Because we were, uh, I, I, I wouldn't. Uh, it was it was uh, twelve dollars. I wouldn't buy. I wasn't going to buy one. Twelve dollars for a beer. Twelve dollars for a beer. And people were standing in line as far as you could see. He had a twelve dollar beer. And I'm um, looking around and I'm thinking, Lord, what 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 are you trying to show? Why'd you bring me here tonight? What what are you? What are you trying to show me here tonight, Lord? Because uh, as the as the concert progressed, stay with me. I'm going somewhere, okay? As the, we were on the we were on what they call the lawn. You didn't even have a chair where we were, and we were literally uh, cheapest seats we could get. There weren't even seats. You had to sit on a blanket. Except nobody sat down. We were. I'm not making this up. We were at least a quarter of a mile from Jimmy Buffett. He was down on the stage, and they had all these big screen TVs. I could have sat at home and watched a YouTube video, right? And we were so far away, and everybody around us was pounding beers. And I said to, said to my wife, I said, you know what? This is like being in a bar. There's a jukebox playing in the background, 
and everybody else is having a conversation. You can't hear what Jimmy Buffett's saying. You can't really hear the music, and everybody is pounding the beers. I used to pound a lot of beers. I know what that's like. And uh, I looked around, and I said, uh, Lord, what's going on here? What's going on? Why am I not enjoying this? And I was struck by how broken people are. People are really broken. And I don't want you to I I don't want you to think about that I'm coming across as holier now as I'm standing around looking at all these I had some guy invite me to a Ohio State University tailgate party. He has one every Ohio State football game. He didn't even tell me his name. He was drunk as a skunk. Love to have you. I'm wearing my Jesus hat on, of course, right? And he's inviting me to tailgate party at Ohio State University. And I'm looking around, I'm thinking, Lord, are these MAGA people? Are these MAGA people? Are most of the people out there singing changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes? I hate to say this, folks. Profoundly lost. Profoundly lost. You say, well, how do you know that, Coach? That's being judgmental. I know by the fruit. They're profoundly lost people. Amen. And I'm in the midst, Michelle and I, again, not trying to appear holier than thou, because there probably were other Christians in the crowd. But I had I had this overwhelming sense that this, oh, this is going to sound awful. This was Trump Nation. That's what I, that's, I was in the midst of Trump Nation last night. And by Trump Nation, I just mean mom and pop America. Mom, let me say it again. Profoundly lost mom and pop America. And I said to Michelle, what do you think it is, honey? What do you think it is? What is it, dear? Michelle, what was it? She said they're hurting. So what? She said, yeah. They're just hurting. And so they try to look at their miserable lives. And they pound beers down their throat. They listen to Jimmy Buffett. They say the F word, every other word, and they vote for Trump. And I, I, and I realized, really, folks, listen. Please, please hear me. Hear my heart. I looked at Michelle. I said, you know what? The Bible, Bible warned us of this when it said, broad is the way and narrow is the gate. Amen. Amen. And few, and few there are who find it. Now, there were others in that crowd, probably God-fearing, great people, patriots. I was so grieved in my spirit. I was so grieved. Because for the most part, those people have no idea. They have no idea. Some of them probably are in church every Sunday. Again, understand I'm painting with a broad brush. I get it. I get it. You guys are picking up what I'm laying down here, right? Christian America is Christian in name only. We'll say that again. I hope you let this sink in. Yep. Christian America is Christian in name only. If I were to go around there yesterday, and if I were to, see, I think the Lord wanted me to be there to see it. I think he wanted me to see it. For me to have a better understanding, for all of us to have a better understanding of just what it is we're dealing with here in the United States of America. Because we were talking yesterday about the need to repent fall on our face and repent as a nation. I said, how do we repent as a nation? How do we repent as a nation? And I saw it last night. The only way we're going to repent as a nation when is those group of Jimmy Buffett fans, as far as you could see, are hit with a calamity. That's the, that's the only way. That's the only way. Uh, 
a t-shirt Michelle thought maybe she'd like to have a t-shirt I said sure honey go get a t-shirt she came back $45 t-shirt and their line was so big you couldn't get it. and so, so without without uh, without going too much into can I can I be honest with you I was grieving and when Michelle and I left early, yes, we left early, we were climbing in our car. As over the distance, we could hear Jimmy Buffett singing Margaritaville. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we're going to do. Because if you remember, I've told us a number of times, I got this thing keeps popping up on my computer screen. But the pushback in America is going to come from the NASCAR crowd. Can I change it? The pushback in America is going to come from the Jimmy Buffett crowd. They're everywhere. I, I, was, I, I was amazed. I thought it was going to be old boys like me and Michelle. And there were some of those, but there were some really, really young people there that were there as well. And I saw how lost America is. Michelle, Michelle pointed out a couple things. She's welcome to come on the show. She's shy. She said, uh, honey, there really aren't very many fat people here. I looked around and thought, wow. Michelle said, that's not very nice to say, but it's the truth. She said it. So, wow. I wonder why that is. What is, what is that all about? Because there really, there really weren't, other than me. And I forgot to tell you this. Before the concert gets started, started, I'm sitting on a blanket. And the next thing I know, I'm totally and completely soaked. And some guy's laying on top of me. Some guy fell on top of me and poured his beer on me. All over, I was drenched in beer. I told Michelle, if the cop pulls us over on the way home, he won't believe that I never had a drink. The whole way, the whole way. So uh, I come away with it. With uh, I came away, still have a, kind of a grieving spirit because uh, the condition of uh, the American church as reflected by the condition of the American people. Does this sound judgmental? Because I don't want, I, there but for the grace of God go I. I was one of those guys 20 years ago, whatever. I was one of those guys. I don't, were we saved then? I'm sure, I, don't even, I don't even know if I was saved then. I still love the music. I still love the music. I'll get on my mower and I'll, I'll listen to some Jimmy Buffett. I still love it. But folks, the spirit, oh my Lord, what a, what a different spirit that brings in. And I was grieved all evening. I kept asking Michelle, maybe we, I never came right out and said we ought to leave. I wanted to leave about 10 minutes into it. I just wanted to get away from it. And I didn't sleep well. Michelle said, uh, maybe we drug something in, some spirit in. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say there's plenty of, plenty of them there. So, um, it, listen, they weren't bad, Michelle, they're not, they weren't bad people. You understand? They were bad people. They were just Americans you run into every day. More, more middle class, high class. Some of those tickets were five hundred dollars a piece. Not where we were. We got the seventy-five dollar tickets way up. I'm not kidding you. A quarter of a mile away, as far as I could see. Lost Americans way I saw. So, uh, I thank God that. Uh, the Holy Spirit drug me back into the pig pen last night. That I could see it. That I could remember it. That I could be grateful this morning for his mercy. That I came to myself and walked away from that crap 20 some, 25 years ago. For the gracious mercy of God that he would draw me out of that darkness. And do his marvelous life. 
we got a lot of work to do, friends. Those people are on our side. But listen to me. They're not on our Christian side. They're not on our side because they're Christians. They're on our side because they're MAGA. They love liberty and freedom and their stuff. Uh, there aren't very many of us. I'm going to open it up. Come on in. Hey, listen. Otherwise, I love I love being my wife. We went out to Chipotle and ate last night, and I just love I, I just love I just love being around her, and and it's good to get away. But it was it was uh, it was a different kind of medicine that I thought I was going to get. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. Michelle, why are you double? Michelle and I are going to get in a fight. She's over here criticizing me because I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Tell me the truth, and she's criticizing me. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna drag her over. I'm gonna put her in the head, like give her a noogie, and make her come here and argue with me. Go ahead, come we on in, Mary Michelle. Kelly. Come on in, Mary Kelly. She see Michelle. I love my wife. She is so worried. That I'm gonna say the wrong thing. That somebody's gonna get mad, and somebody's gonna get offended, and then and then. I'm a straight shooter. She knows that. Good, Mary. Mary was the first one in today. You're the first one. Mary took her hand down. Looks like all right. Silver, come on in. Then Joe, Silver, Joe, then Clay. Okay, Coach. Because uh, I listened to this beautiful expose on this concert. The only thing that came to my mind, Joe, Joe, it was a good expose, right? Did you get oh, yeah. oh yeah, a picture of what I was in. That's right. And uh, the only thing that came to mind while you were talking about this, when you're talking about. The majority of Americans, MAGA, okay, is target acquired because there's not much time left. Mm. As many as you can, show them the Lord, have them repent, and come to the Lord because, you know, based on my studies, this country is the mystery Babylon. But if it's not, that's fine too. But if it is, it's going to come in an hour. Okay? I would prepare for that. All right? And if it don't, great. We get time to get more. That kind of thing. That's the way I look at it. But it's target acquired. You've just been okay, So let me, let me tell you this, because here's, here's what I think. They think they're Christians. That's the folks. That's the problem. How do you get somebody saved who thinks they already are? That's what we're dealing with, right? It's called it's like the form. It's, like, it's like the old. Uh, I used to tell a, a guy, you know what the best vitamin is? You know what to get all those vitamins. You know what the best one is? B one. B one. B one. Right. I understand. We just yeah. have to identify the targets and and get them. Yep. 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 Joe, come on in and Clay. Uh, thanks, Coach. Yeah, it's sort of a nostalgia uh, moment you're bringing us yep. to, and I, I had my moments in London. I, I I saw Chuck Berry. I saw John Fogarty. I saw the Monkees, um, and uh, all going back to uh, days with that I thought things were a little bit more simple and a little bit less confusion and a little bit more grounded not perfect but and i have a feeling that all those people there were after that same thing i think so joe no doubt that's what and, michelle and, said they're, they're hurting they're looking for something an escape yeah they're trying to feel a little bit better like they've and a little <laughs> bit like they're a little bit more on target you know luke sky we're going to stay on target stay on target they needed to, they'd lost their target and trump Help them remember that that everything wasn't all rosy. We needed to get back and find our guidance system again. Yes. And I think that's a lot about MAGA was getting back to a guidance system. And when President Trump held up that Bible at the church and they said, no, oh, that's a photo op, it wasn't a photo op. He was telling the truth. But they wouldn't let, give him credit that, what, that he was telling the truth. Amen. Um, Amen. And so that you are right. That whole group needs to be woken up and that's what we're coming to 
we're coming, coming to, to uh, we're coming to a to a as these modern prophets with us today have been saying a Red Sea moment where we're going to be up 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 against the water, no place to go, and only God will save us. And at the time He saves, what saves us will close in and consume the enemy. And that moment is coming, and that's going to wake everybody up. Jimmy Buffett would call it changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. attitudes. David. That's, that's, that's what's coming, for sure. Bless you, Joe. Come on in, Clay. And Debbie. Yeah, Coach. Yesterday on your show, when I was talking, I meant to bring up the fact that <clears throat> about denial, these people that are in denial, <clears throat> you can't work a full-time job and be, and get ready for what's coming. I don't think you can. And 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 nobody wants to let go of their lifestyle and what they're doing. And, they're, and it makes, they're oblivious to it, brother. They're oblivious, I think. Yeah. And when you go into a Walmart store, that's how I feel. When I walk into a Walmart store, is how you feel when you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. I, I stand there for a second, and I look around at the piles and piles and piles so, of goods as far as you can see. And then and I and I look at them people and I think what's gonna happen when they can't come in here and get these goods. Well, you know, let, let me let me take it another direction and uh, Pastor Dale and <clears throat> some of the other guys who've helped with hurricane and tornado r relief, as Dale's often said, uh, if you tried to go into somebody's house, break into their house and steal their stuff, they would shoot you. But after a hurricane blows through or a tornado blows through, they're happy to have you show up and carry all that crap out of their house because all that stuff they accumulated becomes a burden to them after the tornado hits. And I think that's what we're, I think that's what we're heading towards. And I couldn't agree with you more. You walk into we walked in Miss Michelle and I we were looking for something early last night. We walked into Meyer. I haven't been into a Meyer forever. And when we walked in there, it was for as far as you could see junk, just junk that people wanted to have. Crazy man. Crazy. One more thing, Coach. Uh, I got yeah. a friend that that uh, is a heathen. His wife knows Christ, and she would go to church. I say she knows Christ. She's a believer in Christ. She'd go to church if he would, but I've never heard this guy mention Jesus. Mm. So he'll invite us to go out to eat or something, and he'll go to concerts like what you're talking about. If you go out to eat with this guy, his bill is always double what me and Kathleen's bill is. They eat whatever they want, drink whatever they want, and they act like life's just going to continue to go on forever and ever. It's yeah. just the same people as those in the – he's one of the ones in the Jimmy Buffett crowd. <clears throat> so uh, I came to the realization last night that uh, maybe Joe said it. Uh, I was sort of chasing the memory last night, you know. I'd have been better off just sitting in my living room, putting on my headphones and listening to Jimmy Buffett on – on CD, and to show up in that mess last night, but the Lord wanted me to see it. He wanted me to see it. Debbie and Joe. Well, you know, what came to me when you were talking about being a quarter mile probably from Jimmy Buffett was, yeah. uh, it's like a mega church, right? How far yeah. are you from that pastor if you're sitting in uh, an arena as a church? How connected do you feel to that person? You watch him on a screen. You're not connected in... And then the other thing that came to me was that, you know, I agree with Joe and you. They're, they're there to escape, to forget. There are going to be a lot of people there like you, Coach, because I know a lot of Jimmy Buffett people who are good friends of mine. They're Christians. They enjoy the music. But they go back there to, find, to experience that time when Jimmy yep. Buffett was popular yep. and life was different and life was easy. And, um, you know, but yet it's like, they go, they finish the concert and they go back out just as empty as they came in. They go back out to the life the way it is now, not the way it was then. Yeah. Sort of like when they go to these mega churches and stuff, they go in, they want that feeling of life the way it should be. They want, you know, a life of goodness and kindness and Jesus loves me. But they walk out not changed. They walk out again knowing that they went to church on Sunday, but life is still the same. The pain is still the same. Yeah, the prices yeah. are still the same. Uh, and there was no change. So those are the kind of the things that struck me as you were talking this morning is that, is that it was like a 
big mega church of people who wanted it to be different. You know what? Uh, you know what, Debbie? I just heard uh, the Holy Spirit just tap me, and I don't know whether He put the thought in my head, but this—I'm just going to tell you the truth. I would just soon be at a Jimmy Buffett concert as a mega church. In my in my opinion, that in my opinion, they're both escapes. That when you when you walk out of your mega church, you went in there and you got pumped up so that you can make it through your work week. And people showed up at Jimmy Buffett so they could get pumped up and make it through their life. And Michelle and I woke up here in a in a motel in Cincinnati and I'm sober and in my right mind. And how many people last night didn't or aren't waking up this morning sober in their right mind? And the truth is, all of those problems that they had before they went to the Jimmy Buffett contest, a, a concert, those problems are still waiting, still there when they get up this morning. And the yeah, same thing is true. The same thing is true a lot in a mega church. You show up at the mega church, you get a good performance, you leave there feeling good, and walk home, and your problems are still waiting on you there. Well, why, it's like the spirit said to me, and instead of drinking beer. You're covered in coffee and donuts. <laughs> we got a we got a Waffle House. I'm gonna take Michelle to Waffle House over here. She's mumbling at me again. What, honey? De Debbie, my wife said very good point, Debbie. So uh, Michelle patted you on the back, Debbie. God bless, Joe Allen. Thank come on, Joe. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Then God, then they gave, God gave you the thought of what you're what you're talking about, but I think you miss the one point that you you went through and that you got a assault training the guy <laughs> fell on you with deer you, you learn how to protect yourself and you got assault trained <laughs> well you know what else joe it was amazing because I'm, I'm telling you my i was i was drenched it was all, all i was drenched right and i picked him up and i kept patting him on back he couldn't i got my jesus hat on right <laughs> And he couldn't believe how nice I was being. And the people around me couldn't believe how nice I was being to this drunk who tripped over me. He was carrying three boxes of pizza. Uh, these pizzas, who know how much they cost? But he's carrying three pizzas and a beer, and somehow it's all on me. And I didn't jump up and kick him and throw something at him and yell, you hear my promise? So my hat kept me honest last night, for sure. People noticed it, that I didn't get... And then then punch a guy, which I want to. Naomi, then Randy. You know, Tim and I see this um, broad is the path and narrow is the way to life. Tim and I see this in the health and um, medical industry. Uh, the the hospitals are the biggest mega church there ever was. <laughs> the biggest mega church ever and narrow not many of us will take the natural way too many of us want to go get a band-aid and cover up the symptoms and not make any changes to help do the way god asked us to do so we see that in our arena as well it applies everywhere i think uh, naomi i think in, in every area of our life we're looking for some anesthetic something to anesthetize us from what's really going on i can't imagine how much money some people dropped last night michelle and i jumped in our car and we said all we paid for was the ticket we didn't buy anything else we didn't buy a coke we didn't buy a peanut we didn't buy anything else i'm glad we didn't randy come on in Coach, about six years ago, I think it was, I, my son got me and my wife tickets to, to hear the the Eagles. Mm. And I was, you know, I didn't really want to go, but I went. I, I, your story, my story is just exactly like yours, Coach. Uh, God showed me, and I and I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't all bad, you know, but I enjoyed it. That, that was my life, you know, for years and years. Uh, but he, what he was showing us, Coach, he was showing us that he, he we severed ties with the world. We, we want to go back and reminisce and all, but that's fine. But that's not our life anymore. That's not who we are. That's not who Christ really is. And, Coach, I want to expound a little bit on Joe Carrico. I think he sees a great revelation here about the Trump and the MAGA. Uh, I think it's a, they're a John the Baptist type. 
that he's bringing our country to a place where they can find Christ again, coach. He's a, he's a forerunner. Donald Trump may be a forerunner to bring us to Christ because the church has no answers, coach. They have no answers. They can't bring people. I go, I've been to a lot of these conferences, Clay Clark conferences, and, and I'm telling you, these MAGA people, these patriots, they were looking for God. They don't know that. But when they hear the message there, they're being saved by the thousands in those meetings. And, Coach, you can't go find two people that's been saved in my local Assembly of God in the last five years. Amen. Tell me who has the answers, people. The churches yeah. don't have the answers. And, and I'm telling you, we can bring these patriots and these MAGA people to Christ because they are so right, Coach. They are so yeah. ready. Our country is ready for a revival. Amen, Randy. That's well, brother. Is that ever well said? Uh, the world's become so churchy and the church so worldly, you can't even tell the difference. The message, everything else about that production last night was mega church except the message. That, 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 folks, that was the only difference. It's entertainment. Christian megachurchism is entertainment. Jimmy Buffett was just, a, he has just a different form of it. It's a religion. Don't make any doubt about it. Those parrot heads, <laughs> changes in latitudes. Why don't we get drunk and screw? I never heard that song last night, though. But uh, yeah, amen, Randy. Good good point. My, uh, Julie, come on in, Julie. And then Mary, see if Mary get back in here. Go ahead. Good morning. Amen, Randy. That was really good. Um, just we as baby christians you know everybody's got their different levels of walk <clears throat> um we have to be careful like where they're dabbling into like with the secular music versus the religious music i mean they're both can be um misleading um but because the enemy can use those songs to those words to get in somebody's you know, yep. like what you were saying, Coach, about the, the drinking and the sex and all that stuff. When you take someone that's saved and they hear that, then it's going to, like, distort things. Well, you know, Julie, they're all songs of Mother, Mother Ocean, I've heard your call. I wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall. Awesome. They're all they're all reflections of life. Every one of the Jimmy Buffett songs are a reflection of life and mistakes that were made in life and how you have to overcome it even though you made all these mistakes. And boy, I wish it was changes in attitudes and latitude. I wish I was in Margaritaville and I wish I could get drunk and screw it's all of these things in our lives that we've tried to use to fulfill and give ourselves a happy life. And it's it just it hadn't worked, man. It just it just hadn't worked. Amen. Who do I have up here next? No, I hit the wrong button. Mary, come on in. Mary Kelly and then Joanne. Mary, you may have to unmute. Joanne, go ahead while Mary's uh, figuring it out there. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joanne. Yeah, I want to amen what Randy was saying. And, um, you know, it is hard when you go back to something like that and you're expecting. A little enjoyment and you don't feel so but i yep. want you to know that there was people standing around and watching you coach and uh, you know that that's yeah. the main thing maybe that's why god had you there maybe that man you were helping there was others watching yeah, you well, that guy yeah and i'm telling you that guy who invited me to the invited me to his uh, uh tailgate party he was drawn to me about something i, I don't know what it was right so uh, that's that spirit was alive and well in me, and my spirit was grieved the whole time I was there. I want you to know. But again, it just gave me a reflection, maybe, of what uh, those people are really feeling deep down inside them, huh? I can't. It's still up on the screen. I can't get away from it. Sloth is a disclination to action or labor. Slugginess, laziness, idleness. Huh? Wow, wow, wow! Why don't we get drunk and screw? That's why those pastors ought to maybe ought to be singing that one. Bernie, come on in. Michelle's yeah, told me because I said it. It's a song. They sing it in a song, all right? I'm going to let Michelle have her own show here someday. I love her to death, but I'm going to let her have her own show. Go ahead, Bernie. Okay. Hey, uh, can I read just a short excerpt out of this book, Death and Machine? Sure. sure. Okay. Um, 
is talking about the church. He says, our day is not totally unique. Time after time, Christian cultures have thrown themselves away. Take, for example, the church of the Apostle Thomas in India. It began to whittle away at the truth. So the church largely died. There are two ways to bring about such death. One is to compromise the truth, and the other is to have a dead orthodoxy. Both can equally grind down and destroy the message of the church in a generation, especially if the generation is hard. Do we realize that in China, at about year 80, 800, there were Christian churches in almost every great city? Did you know that? I didn't know. I didn't know Do we realize that there were hundreds of Christians in the Arabian Peninsula just before Muhammad in 8550? Why was it that Mohammedanism was able to rush over that country? Because of military force? No. When Muhammad came forward and looked at the Christians, he said, there's nothing here. And he was largely right. Mohammedanism started and it swept that portion of the world. The same thing was true with the church in North Africa and the primitive church in Armenia and in Georgia and in Gaul. In each of these places, there was a Christian church and a growing Christian culture, but the church collapsed. The pattern is clear, defection and then destruction. Bernie, that is awesome, man. What's, what book is that in? Uh, Death in the City, Francis Schaefer. And this wow. is 1959. That's it. There's nothing there. We didn't get the message. Bernie, they're going to churches and there's nothing there. Right. right. There's going to, nothing there. That's sad. Hey, man, Jeff. Jeff, come on in and Jack. Coaches, you're talking this right. Okay, hang on, yes. Jeff. Hang on. Yes. Mary yep. looks like she can come in. Let Mary come in, then you, oh. Jeff. Thank you, Mary from New York, Nurse Mary. Oh, Sorry for the technical issues. No respect, no disrespect. Go ahead. Um, yes, yes, yes. Everything I'm hearing this morning from my experience and what I'm what I'm calling about today is to inform you that here in New York City, Yankee Stadium, they're coming. The uh, old teams are having a big revival here, Yankee Stadium. Good. Pray we need for it. Us. Pray, we pray need for it. New York. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Lord's gonna do it. Amen. Jeff. Jeff. Joel, Joel, Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Oh no 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 no. I'd rather have Jimmy Buffett. I like Jimmy Buffett's <laughs> gospel better than Joel Osteen. So, some, somebody's unmuted. Who's, who's unmuted right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Some somebody there. Thank you. Whoever did that. Let's go to, Jeff was in here. Did you want to come in, Jeff? Yep. Coach, here's what I was thinking as you're saying all this. As I used to go to the bars every day, that was my church. Yeah. Mike McKee called me a couple weeks ago and said, can you pick up my card down at the MVETS? I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. He said, now, don't stay too long, he said. I've been in there in 27 years, and I've always said this. I'll walk in there, and there'll be people that I sit with eight hours a day on that bar stool. So I finally, after a week, I kept putting it off, putting it off. Mike says, kept texting me every day. Did you get my card? Did you get my card? I'm like, I got to go get that card. Nine o'clock in the morning, I walk in. I'm looking around. There's no windows in that place. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this is awful. I look across the bar, and I see this guy sitting there. I thought, oh, my goodness, that looks like Doug Talbot. He could tell the way he set his beard down, the way he turned his head. He's sitting there. Nine o'clock in the morning, I walk around that side, and people are looking at me like, what are you doing? I walk around, tapped him on the shoulder, said, you Doug? He looked up at me. He, looked, he didn't know who I was. I said, Doug Talbot. He said, yeah. I said, you don't know who I am, do you? He looked at me. He said, and I used to sit with him eight hours a day and work with him in the factory eight hours. I was with him all the time. He looked at me. I said, Jeff Klein. He said, oh, my God. He said, now people in the bar are saying, that's Harold Klein's son. Because back then, sons of AMVETs, they could lure you into their little church. I didn't have to be an AMVET. I came in as a son of AMVET. And mm-hmm. I sat down there eight hours a day. Doug looked at me and said, you know, you still got that car lot over there. And I ain't seen him in 27 years. I've been out of there. No drinking. I said, yeah. He said, I've been thinking about many a times coming over and seeing you. Oh, I said, wow. Doug, come over to the car lot some morning. I always got coffee on. Come see me, brother. He's like, Amen. if he doesn't come, I'm going to go to his house. That was crazy. I walked out and said, Lord, 
thank you for dragging me out of this hellhole. Yes, sir. He's found his church, hasn't he? We got to help him find another one, right, folks? Again, this is serious stuff. The, the uh, what what uh, Bernie just read is profound. The church does. A church has church doesn't have the answers. I mean, it, we have the answer, but we don't we don't really offer up the answer. Jack, come on Amen. in. Hey, folks, Amen. let's. Uh, I'm trying trying to get everybody in here. We just got a few minutes left. Jack and then Janine. Oh, I just I have to avoid most of those kind of things, Coach. The concerts and stuff. My frustration level goes through the roof at the cost and the money that's being spent. Even the Christian concerts. Yep. We went to we drove all the way to Portland, uh, five and a half six hours. Spent a fifty dollars a piece for tickets. And all I could think of was, and when there was a little little break, I grabbed my pastor. Okay, so let's let's do something. Why aren't we down there telling them? We're going to meet at the abortion clinic tomorrow morning. How many of you going to show up and bring a little money so we can we can do this? I, my frustration level just goes through the roof. How many how many fifty dollar tickets would it take to fund past assault for five years? Oh, I mean oh nothing, goodness. nothing. And and I I'm got to I got to drive down to Ellsworth tomorrow to be at the the Freedom concert with with Fr uh, Brett Ohio Brett and. If it wasn't for the guy down the street that hands me 50 bucks to make sure I got enough gas money, I couldn't do it. But they'll go spend $45 on a freaking T-shirt. Are you kidding me? $7 on a hot dog and $12 yeah. on a 24-ounce beer, Jack. It's amazing. Right. I know. I made my frustration <laughs> level just goes nuts. I got to stay away from that stuff. <laughs> Amen. Janine, come on in. Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, a couple um, invited us to a Beach Boy concert at a casino. Well, we don't gamble, and I just was really fighting with myself to to go in there. So, but we went, and because it was the Beach Boys. Help me, There you go. And it was, and I looked around, and I and I saw all these gray-haired people, and up on stage, the Beach Boys. When we were young, were so vibrant and young and here he had his son and his grandson playing with them and and um i thought oh my gosh you know even they get old but here's the thing it was fun 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 till the daddy took your t-bird away and i just kind of cracked up and i thought you know that's just like the lord you don't he says to put your hand to the plow and don't look back and here all the, we're all looking back when we shouldn't be Amen. Yeah, what a picture that was. Amen. Amen to that one. Uh, Mel and uh, Dale real quick. Go, Mel. Yeah, I've got a few different thoughts kind of going in different directions. First, when you were talking about the definition of sloth, the disinclination to action. I mean, that's the polar opposite of what we're trying to do at the Liberty Action Network. Um, and then, you know, I was thinking about, um, you know, you going to the concert and Janine, you know, just talking, because you, I just feel like I don't want to go, you know what I mean? My husband wants to go to things and I, I just don't want to go, but then I think, should, should I go? I mean, you know, maybe we need to go and try to, try to rescue these people. I don't know how you do that, except for just being a really strong example. I mean, some, a lot of times I go out and sometimes people will say, you know, there's really just something different about you. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm nobody special, you know, I, you know, I, because of God, I am, you know, that's the only way that I'm special, but I'm, I'm nobody special. That's what I think about myself. But I think that um, we really can be a light and that might be a future action. I mean, I've left my church. I, I separated myself because the Bible says, you know, we're peculiar people and that we shouldn't have fellowship with, you know, those in darkness. But I'm like, you know, maybe at some point you have to be really strong, though, to be able to go out and, you know, yep. be with people who are not yep. not there yet. So I don't know. It's something to think about. And, um, you know, if there's a void in the church, um, you know, just like in war, I mean, if there's a void, something fills it. So we have to think, you know, what's filling the void? And, um, you know, did the separation of church and state help to create that void? So those are just some our of my fault. thoughts this morning. It's all our fault. It's all our fault. Dale went away. R.L. Burgess, no, you're I'm up here. here. Go ahead, Dale. I'm Go here, ahead, Coach. Dale. Go yeah, ahead. brother, you know, the, the, the thing about the concert between Joel Olstein and Jimmy Buffett, which I've never seen, <laughs> you know what you were going to get when you go to Jimmy Buffett. But when you go to a Joel Olstein, you got a wolf in sheep's clothing, brother. 
changes in attitudes, changes in latitudes. Nothing remains quite the same with all of my cunning and all of my fun. And if we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. insane. God bless you. We'll see you Monday.